Texas Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Texas. Brought to you by Independent Financial, Banking for Business, Banking for Life. And by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. In this episode, San Antonio Business Journal Editor-in-Chief Ed Arnold gets down to business with Rebecca Villagran, President and CEO of the South Texas Business Partnership. I am joined today by Rebecca Villagran, the CEO and president of the South Texas Business Partnership. She has been a city council member before that for many, many years and has been a fixture here in San Antonio. As I was saying before we started recording, I think most of San Antonio knows you, Rebecca, but some of our listeners might not. So would you give us a little introduction on your background? Hi, thank you so much, Ed, for having me here. And hello to everyone across Texas. Yes, born and raised in San Antonio, Texas, to uh, my heritage goes back to the Alamo with La Soya, who are defenders at the Alamo. And I'm very proud to be here and serve the South Texas Business Partnership. And prior to that, you're right, I was a city council member. I was first elected in 2013. I was just thinking about that. It's been 10 years since I first ran my first election, my first campaign. And so I served uh, District 3, which was the south and the southeast side of San Antonio, incorporating the four missions in South San Antonio and with companies like Toyota Motor Manufacturing Texas Texas A&M, San Antonio, Navistar now, University of Incarnate Word School of Osteopathic Medicine, and TJX Distribution, um, so many big, and of course, Brooks, some people have heard of Brooks, and really served that area for about, um, well, eight years, the max term that you could serve. And I ended up leaving that council seat as the longest serving Latina ever in the history of District 3. And I first ran because I knew that we needed some consistency on that city council. As you know, at least in San Antonio, we only had two two two-year terms with a max of four years. And so there was no consistency. So we did not see big dollar investments in the south side of San Antonio. So we needed small business investment. We needed streets and roads investment. We needed that attention. And so that was one of the main reasons why I ran successfully and just kept working on it. And while I was on council, I was able to serve on the Economic and Workforce Development Council Committee for my eight years. And the past two terms, I was able to serve as chair of the Economic Workforce Development Council And when I termed out, that's what made me move on to Texas A&M University, San Antonio, where I was able to serve as the inaugural director of workforce development and community partnerships, making sure that we had that alignment between higher ed and workforce needs in not just the South San Antonio and San Antonio area, but really South Texas, because A&M San Antonio covered a lot of South Texas as well. I have a heart for serving the community, making sure that we grow together and build relationships. And when this opportunity at SOTEX, the South Texas Business Partnership came available, I thought this is a great way to continue my work and workforce, but also uh, continue with influence and building relationships 
further in South Texas. So I was happy to be named the uh, president CEO on at the end of December. I started in January, January 12th. So I just really passed my 60 day mark not too long ago. Actually, just yesterday or the day before oh, there you go. last week. So <laughs> you got I, just the right milestone. Huh? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. So it's been a great journey these first couple of months. You know, when I saw that you were named at the end of last year, I instantly thought they could not have found a better advocate for the south part of town and the southeastern part of town that you've represented for so long. And you've always taken a really business forward approach and economic uh, opportunity approach when you were a city council member. And I thought you could not have picked a person more properly suited and well positioned to sort of take their. Al had done such a lovely job and I'm a big fan of Al's and he and I had been very friendly for years. Uh, but I just that I thought, my goodness, they could not have found a better person to, to lead that organization. So I'm really glad to see it because for those that don't know, the South Texas uh, Partnership, the SOTEX Partnership, I love that you're using the, the shortening term. I'll start to, I'll try to adapt it. I'll try to get better at yes. it. Yes. But it's partially the result of a, a merger a few years ago with the West Side Chamber and the, and the South Chamber. And that was sort of due to the, I think it happened over COVID. So it happened to the sort of chambers, a, a lot of chambers ended up being stressed. But the two coming together really made a lot of sense. And I think it in the end worked much better for their memberships. And I think that the progress that the South Texas partnership has made in such a short period of time is just a a testament to that strategy working out properly over the long term. So as you were saying, South Texas, beyond the borders of Bear County region here down at the South Range, we have always as a city benefited from the Valley and South Texas being, you know, a resource for our community. People would come to it for education. They'd come to it for better job opportunities. We would have increased employment and Residents coming from the valley and coming from just below South Texas to, to be a part of the, the boom that's happened here in San Antonio. So it's really gratifying to see your organization take a higher interest in bringing those communities into the conversation with us more. If you would, tell me sort of about how you are and the organization are looking forward to, to work on South Texas this year. What are your priorities? What are you aiming for? Yeah, you know, we have a rallying cry, which you probably heard. It's all roads lead south. And I wholeheartedly believe that. And we believe that it was time to expand and really start talking to our neighbors to the South uh, for those exact reasons you shared. A lot of our leadership, a lot of people come up to San Antonio for education and stay and then become just leaders in our community in, in San Antonio. And we wanted to make sure that we all were able to come together because our partnership was built to be a catalyst uh, for bringing the area's business leaders together and advocate for change, for further economic development for the entire region and prosperity for the region. We have more items that I believe are aligned than are disjointed, and we wanted to expand that conversation south. Some of the things that we are going to be working on is for myself, particularly this first year, is really building and going deep in those relationships to our partners uh, to the south really getting to know our county judges and elected officials and small business owners to the south of us. What are the needs? What are they advocating for at the state level? What are they advocating for at the federal level? And where can we find alignment in all of these issues? Also to make sure that if there are ways that we can continue to to build up those relationships and bring us closer together and be proactive, particularly in the area of infrastructure, 
some of our top goals this year is to ensure South Texas employers have a qualified workforce, to advocate for infrastructure investments that support economic development for the South Texas region. And when we talk about infrastructure investments, of course, we mean bridges and roads, but we also mean digital infrastructure utilities. We mean an educational ecosystem infrastructure so we can have that connectivity between workforce, employers, and education, that it's all aligned again. And then support policies and development to attract and retain residents and business sectors in the South San Antonio and South Texas area. We're very happy to have, I mean, it's a great honor to have Navistar and Navistar Advance um, Technology Development Area just at the tip of South Bear County. And that, of course, Navistar and others, but we know we need to work together with South Texas in order to make sure that we have the workforce and the pipeline that is there. And not just that we in San Antonio are reaching South, but that South is also reaching with us and we're reciprocating this relationship because a relationship is always, it's two uh, or multiple. So we need to make sure that we're in conversation that we have a collective voice to make that collective impact. So I am very excited about building those relationships with our neighbors to the South. We have members from Floresville on our board of directors already. We're continuing to build those relationships further South so we can have more of that representation and insight. No, that's really great to hear. And I think that it's a, just a huge amount of power and leverage that we as a group can, can bring to bear if we coalesce around a few key areas. So I was speaking to uh, Marina Gonzalez, who is the president of our Hispanic chamber here earlier in January. And I said to her, and I felt a little silly saying it at the time, just because I'm too old to be using words as like this. But I said to her, I said, it feels like to me that the South side, and by the South side, I don't just mean the traditional South side, I mean the South portion of the city. I mean, the gaps between, say, the far East, Southeast, and the far Southwest along the city has really begun to get its fair share, if you will, or get closer to where it deserves and where it has always deserved. And so it is, I said to her, it feels as though the South side and the South part of town is having a moment. And as I said, I'm very embarrassed that I had to use those terminologies, but Marina was very cool. So I felt like I could get away with it, but she agreed with me. And I was, I was wondering how you felt about how things were looking down there between Brooks and Port SA and Tamusa, which is just Growing in such an incredibly healthy and interesting way that I encourage everyone, by the way, who's listening to this, to take extra interest in what's going on in that part of San Antonio. You may not have normally looked at it if you're in Austin or Dallas or Houston, but I think it really is worth extra time. It absolutely is. And thank you for sharing that. I would say that we are having a moment and with SOTEX, we are pushing and building the momentum that we gained with this rebrand and the merging with West Chamber at the time. But one thing, just to go back with what you shared, you know, it's important for us at South Texas Business Partnership, particularly in South Texas, South Bear County, is to remember our history and our story of how we were founded. You know, we were founded in 1982, the South Texas Business Partnership was formed, formerly the South San Antonio Chamber. And it was originally initiated by small businesses and community leaders to address ongoing concerns of water availability and wastewater and electricity. And 
since then it expanded its mission to include education, workforce, you know, land use and infrastructure. But when you think about it, that happened in 1982 and San Antonio had just switched to single member districts in 1977. So it was just then when we were actually able to have the representation from somebody in the area bring all of these issues to the forefront. And since then, we have not stopped. You know, it has been very tricky with representation. And again, I shared about the term limits, but I think coming and being the council member in 2013, staying through the entire time, getting hundreds of millions of dollars of investments into roads that had long been forgotten, identifying areas that were still on propane and and wells and not, you know, connected to the city's water system. I think that was very, very important. And even as we are seeing this increased amount of development, we're also discovering all this increased issues that we still have. When it comes to, you know, water connectivity, energy, when it comes to streets and infrastructure, when it comes to just even businesses and amenities, I agree. I mean, what is happening at Viva and Texas A&M San Antonio with the University Hospital, with Bear County's public health district and all the housing at Viva, we need amenities out there. We need small businesses and companies to come out there to serve that. I mean, you look at the housing being built at Viva. Two builders are coming out there who have never built in South San Antonio before, but they are coming and they are seeing people buy these houses up because so many people who you know left San Antonio to go to school and wanted to come back to South San Antonio, but didn't have find housing stock. They're tr- finally finding it, and we just need to make sure that we share the information that we continue to highlight what's going on. But it is sneaking up on people, people who haven't noticed. But there are some who are paying really particular um, attention. But we need to make sure that we can maintain our cultural vibrancy as well. And they're really taking that into account, specifically in the Vida area. Rebecca Villagran joining us. Next, her hopes for continued growth on the South Side when Texas Business Minds continues. At Independent Financial, we know you work hard for your business. That's why we work hard for you. Ready to get down to business? Let's talk at ifinancial.com slash business. Independent Financial, banking for business, banking for life. At Texas Mutual, we know the importance of protecting your employees on the road. We create driving safety programs to help keep your people and your bottom line safe. Together, we can reduce driving accidents and drive Texas business forward. Business is safer, stronger, better with Texas Mutual. Uh, Dr. Tiana Madsen is a former president of A&M San Antonio. She recently left to go to California. We're going to judge her a little bit for that, but she made a wonderful impact while she was here, and I enjoyed her very much. And one of the things she said on the way out was, we have really come a long way in making this a campus that kids can feel connected to, and it doesn't feel like a branch college. It feels like a real you know, college uh, campus, and it's got the hallmarks of it. What they really need is more of a neighborhood connected to it. The homes being built by Vita are a great first step, but what you also need are small businesses. You need restaurants and cafes. You need 
you know, you need small businesses to bring their offices down there, an office nearby. You need all of those sort of things to build the neighborhood around there. But when I look at it and I watch it over the period of time that that I've been in San Antonio, just six, seven years, it is ready for all of that, right? It is ready for all of that activity. And sort of the, that part of town is for the first time getting that attention. I saw yesterday, in fact, I did just think of it, that VIA had expanded their bus service down there, that you are celebrating that a little mm-hmm. bit. And I think that's, a per- again, it's another uh, sign that there's more attention, more infrastructure that needs are being met, at least better. There is an enormously long gulf to go. I'm sure you agree. But there is uh, improvements to see, and the growth has been really apparent. Um, and I, I'm curious as to what you want to see grown along those areas. What sort of new business and small business are you hoping to see come into the area and get more into the South Side boom that's going on? Well, you know, as we continue to grow some of the items that we really need to build out in order to have new businesses come, et cetera, we really need to work and we are working together to have that digital infrastructure built out for everyone to have that capacity for our hospital, our university, our homes. And the great thing about the uh, Vida community, it will be a gig community. And so it's going to be just really lit, all connected and lit up. So I think we're going to see the transformation that that's going to have when you have something like that all wired up. You know, we were talking about the build. We're talking about everything coming. One of the things that we've been talking about for a long time that we'll continue to build on. And when I say build, create a coalition and a task force for an east-west connector We have plenty of north-south from 281 to 37 to Morrison to Pleasanton roads. We need east-west and not just Loop 410 and Loop 1604 and beyond. We need to have that connectivity and we would rather do it proactively than wait for the congestion to come and then plan after the congestion. But what we really want to see are more food options, healthy food options, just amenities like grocery stores, again, health food options. We're also looking for a lot of housing is coming. We would love to see title companies come further south. We would love to see more of how we can make sure that we ensure our seniors, our adults, our senior families can age in place closer to the area where they grew up in. So hospice care facilities. And of course, because of the announcement, we're extremely excited about University Health and the hospital being there. It's it's great a great time to have that there. But unfortunately, now with the closing of Texas Vista Medical Center, the acute awareness of needing another medical or hospital facility sooner is really up there. So that's one of our big items that we're looking at because Texas Vista was not just in Southwest San Antonio. It serviced all of South Texas. Many of our communities South of San Antonio come up to the hospitals, to their doctor's offices, to this area. Even, you know, we have many of our police officers who are retired, fire that are retired. They just recently, a couple of years ago, built one of their facilities in South San Antonio because of Many of the members, retirees, were coming in and had to get their work done, um, visit the doctor, but south of Bear County because everything else was north. So we really have attention to healthcare facilities and medical facilities on top mind right now. 
Yeah, that makes an enormous amount of sense. You can't have a thriving workforce without healthcare. You just can't mm-hmm. do it. And people have for too long had to drive all the way across town from the South Side to get medical care at a higher level. And I was glad to, as you said, I'm glad to see the addition of the hospital, but with the loss of Vista, that is going to be, it's going to be a hole that'll take some time to fill. That'll take some time to fill. It really Uh, will. Yeah. But it's incredibly important. And thankfully, you're going to be there advocating for it. So I I have total faith that we'll start seeing uh, hospitals break ground as soon as we get as soon as we get off this call. And I will say, I think there is a great, you saw it with A&M San Antonio, you saw it with University Health, with Bear County and with A&M College Station Health. And so there is a really big opportunity to collaborate with our partners to the south of Bear County to see what can we do with this hospital that is here. It's still a building. Are there opportunities to work creatively and collaboratively? And I think you will see something like that coming because it just makes sense. And I think it would be more inclusive of the South community as well. So that's something that we're talking about. It would be a shame for the facility to just go into disrepair mm-hmm. if the company that operated it can't continue. It would be a real shame if someone didn't step in to try to take some of that over. That infrastructure is already here. Yeah. Exactly. Glad to see some folks are eyeing it. That's always good to hear. Yes. Well, Rebecca Villagran, thank you so much again for coming to talk to us about the South Texas Business Partnership. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Ed. Thank you for having us. Thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Texas and brought to you by Independent Financial. Banking for business, banking for life. Learn more at ifinancial.com and by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. Texas.